Well, praise the Lord. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord this evening? I remember my grandpa used to say, he said, you know, it's always good to be in God's house. and said, we could be in the hospital. <laughs> Sometimes we just have to contrast things a little bit to understand that we are really blessed. Amen. So good to see each one of you. There's some we've gotten text messages from. I think Sister Anitas has got a headache and uh, the Weavers, Brother Weaver and Daryl are up north with their brother doing some work and the ladies, are, the Weaver ladies are not feeling good, the sisters and Sister Susan. But uh, the Lord's here and that's what matters. Amen. So we have our backup substitute piano player over there. <laughs> Amen. Let's stand and welcome the Lord's presence here with prayer. We ask Jesus that you would have your holy way tonight. We've come into your house to worship you, to glorify, lift up your name. We ask that you would teach us and guide us and minister to our souls, we pray. Have thine own precious way here, and we'll give you the glory and you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I wonder if anyone has a favorite upon their heart. Amen. 452. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Thank the Lord. We have something to be joyous about. I talking to a friend this afternoon and uh, talking about the wonderful news that we have to share to the world. And uh, he said, you know, I'm not called to preach, but he's like, I feel like I need to be doing something to minister to souls. And I said, well, there's something to do for everybody. Praise the Lord. 452 in your praise and worship books. Yes. 
Coming and adoring Him. Praise the Lord. Any other favorites tonight? 180. Amen. My wonderful Lord, my wonderful Lord, by angels and seraphs and heaven adored, I bow at Thy shrine, my Savior divine, my wonderful, wonderful Lord. Amen. Sing it from your heart, a song of worship.
than the fairest of earth, thou omnipotent, life-giving word. O thou ancient of days, thou art worthy all praise, my wonderful, wonderful Lord. Good testimony. Amen. For saving my soul, thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so full and free. Praise his holy name. Maybe you have a testimony for Jesus. Amen. Good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, I can't keep quiet. <laughs> Good. Uh, December the 19th, uh, my fiance had a party uh, with the kids up in the Philippines that she teaches about Christ. And uh, they, they really can't call it a Christmas party. They have to call it a Thanksgiving event uh, uh. to be able to pull it off because of COVID. So they were giving thanks for baby Jesus and also celebrating another close birthday here. Good. And uh, what was projected to happen was a very rainy, stormy day. However, God spoke to my spirit and said, you pray peace be still as I do. Because the Bible says just as even more things than Jesus did, he will give us the power to do. Now, his power isn't from me, it's from God. Amen. But uh, just like it was for Jesus, so we have that power, and that's the second time that he's told me that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So uh, the first time, uh, my daughter was had just graduated from nursing school. Um, now she, I think that's a little long. Maybe a couple of years after she graduated, and she got transferred to work in Virginia. So we were on the coast, and there's a hurricane coming. Mm -hmm. And God told me, if you post this on Facebook so it's public, you know, I'll see that you have the faith, and I'll move it. And he sure did. Praise the Lord. You can see the tree sway, and I took video of it, and all of a sudden it started getting still. That's good. I like the Lord. Moved away from the coast, you know? Wow. So we just got to have faith to remember what God puts in our spirit. Even if it seems a bit odd or a little bit, you know, what we think is crazy, it's not crazy. That what we think is supernatural is totally natural. God. So Amen. To answer our prayers. And to, you put that in my spirit to pray that. Praise the Lord. So that was evidence to everybody on Facebook that I knew. And I'll tell you, you've blessed me so much on Facebook. Almost, I, I've got almost 5,000 friends. And I never ever have to delete anybody. And it's just such an encouragement. Every time I open the page, it's just amazing. And, and her December 19th party has been viewed already by 300 people. So praise God. Yeah. They can see that the pizza parlor that was nearby donated 20 pizzas. Wow. Um, Mark Mace at Flying J Truck Stop of Vendelia, he caught me walking out the door after I've been talking to him. He said, you gave me your car, but you didn't give me an address. Here's 20 bucks to send him. I said, great. <laughs> so, a buddy of mine, he would have been with uh, 
three or more and that age one. He's pretty poor health, so pray for him, please. His name is Jacob Davis Long. And God is already building from a, um, I think it's a pain, not pancreatic cancer. Uh, hmm. I can't think of the right. It's a prostate cancer. Mm, wow. Uh, they, had, they had said that the Veterans Administration said he had prostate cancer. He had a, a case where they took him by ambulance because the sugar was slow. He had diabetes and took him to Brown and they got with my evidence that he had prostate cancer. Wow, praise the Lord. Pray for so pray Amen. for him because in the natural he needs hip surgery and knee surgery. He's been in a lot of pain. He's going to have a hard time getting around. And he's still smoking. And, you know, mm. uh, so he needs to. Lord can deliver him. I minister to him. I pray for him. Good. He knows how to feel about it. I still take him to the place because that's why he's faithful. But, um, and take him shopping. But, uh, just ask that God to move his heart and touch his soul and his body. Amen. Good. Thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? I'm glad to be here tonight. Amen. I'm glad for Jesus. And glad he came. And I was thinking about the great price. I, I can't comprehend mm -hmm. the price that Jesus paid for my sins. Amen. But I thank you. I praise Him. Amen. I'm glad I know Him. I was reading in the Bible where God said, I never knew you, and I thought, oh God, I want you mm. to know me. I want to know Him, and I want Him to know me. When I stand before the judgment, I don't want Him to say, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. I love Him, but I want to serve Him better and be everything He'd have in me. I praise Him for the blood. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody else? Defeat the devil. Put him on the run. <laughs> I'm thankful for the word of God and for how Amen. he speaks to us that and how he answers prayer too. Yeah. And how okay. him. Thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Thank the Lord. Good, good. Just pray for those people that have been critical of me because I've touched, I've talked too much about God. I went ahead and quit the job because God said, you work for, you don't work for man, you work for me. So I'm just pleading in faith that he has something else for me or he's going to expand my business and I'm going to do it. But I know he's going to do something for me because he always answers our needs. Amen. And uh, so I just pray that those that were complaining that it will resound in their head yeah, testimony. Yeah, that's good. Amen. We must be faithful for the King. Must be faithful for the King. Praise the Lord. Any other testimonies? All right, let's open our Bibles. The Gospel of Luke. Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. I had given out some study sheets a couple Tuesdays ago. Last Tuesday we did Christmas caroling. So we weren't able to have a Bible study. Um, we thank the Lord for working 
last week in the Christmas caroling. I'd like us to deviate a little bit from the study sheet that I handed out. I know some of you maybe weren't here for that Tuesday. Uh, I'd like to deviate from that a little bit to talk about some of the miracles in the Christmas story. And uh, I didn't really get to finish my studies along these lines, but I thought it might be uh, beautiful just to review a summary of some of those. And uh, maybe if you have some others that stick out to you or that you're aware of, maybe in your studies that I haven't mentioned here, um, we'll have a time of discussion after, afterwards. I want us to look at maybe the text this evening would be verse number uh, 37 and 38. Luke chapter 1, verses 37 and 38. The verse 37 is spoken by the angel, and verse 38 is the response of Mary. Verse 37 says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. I want us to think about that response of Mary. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, the servant of the Lord, the servant girl, the right hand servant girl, the lowly maid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. Said, so Let it be carried out, whatever God wants. I'm willing. I thought that's a good, beautiful attitude. I wanted to read some of this. Some of this is uh, some thoughts I've compiled. Some of it is uh, some information I found in, in looking for uh, this study. But some miracles in the Christmas story. And it starts off by saying, I'm amazed uh, at the mass number of miraculous events in the lives of everyday real people in the Christmas story. There are the obvious miracles surrounding Jesus' birth we read about. Then there are miracles not explicitly spelled out. The ones that you think about are in the the ones that you think about them are once you think about them are astounding. And uh, one little nugget of truth says, think about the nine-month pregnant Mary riding seventy to eighty miles on a donkey. Think of that. That's quite the journey. Uh, some of the miracles listed below, or listed in this study, are a reminder that God brings layers of events in line with His purposes and plans on earth, and He will do the same in your life. It says the miracles of alignment in Jesus' birth, and this is kind of in reference to the prophecies, and I thought about trying to list a scripture reference for each one of these <laughs> miracles, but that would take all night because the whole Old Testament um, Throughout is intertwined and woven with the prophecies of the Messiah and the soon coming King, and even is talked about a lot in the New Testament. And then the Gospels even make reference to some of those prophecies, so we wouldn't be able to have time to mention all of those uh, scripture references. I, it's been some time ago, I wish I would have printed it off, but I ran across, I don't even remember where I found it, but I ran across a chart, uh, and it gave the exact number, and it gave the um, a diagram of all the cross-references in the Bible. And there are thousands of them, not just hundreds, but there are thousands of cross-references in the Bible. And if the Bible had errors in it, uh, it would just fall all to pieces because there's so many cross-references. And, and even in this uh, story at the Christmas birth, 
or the birth of Jesus Christ, the Christmas story, um, really sums up a lot of those prophecies were fulfilled of the Christ coming. Uh, God aligned all the elements of culture, government, economics, and environment to converge at a predetermined time. And as there's a mention there of Galatians 4.4. 4, it says, Consider these miracles around Jesus' birth. There was already a prophetic uh, messianic expectation throughout the land. And the Jews were already looking for a deliverer to deliver them from the Roman government. The Roman government ordered a census of people and property, which forced people to return to their city of origin. This set in motion additional events for Mary and Joseph that would cause prophecies to be fulfilled. People of all nations recognized the sign in the sky. The wise men, possibly from Persia or southern Arabia, made a long, inconvenient journey to seek out the king and worship him. Then we have the miracle of John. The angel Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, it says, makes reference that in the scriptures, appeared to Zacharias to announce they were going to have a son who would be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb and be a forerunner in the spirit and power of Elijah, where Elias is mentioned. Elizabeth and Zechariah were old and without children, but Elizabeth miraculously became pregnant a short time after the angel's visit. An astonishing angel of God shows himself to Zacharias, and Zacharias doubts the angel's words. Amazing, Zacharias's speech was taken away until John was born because of his unbelief. The fear of God came on all those in his community. And then we have the miracle uh, concerning Mary and Joseph, which are a few miracles. The angel Gabriel was also sent to Mary to announce that she was favored and chosen to bear the Son of God. Mary not only believed, but agreed with God's plan, as we read in the passage, May it be done unto me according to the Lord's word. It said, When it became evident Mary was miraculously pregnant, Joseph began to worry what to do. But not to worry, an angel appeared to confirm God's plan and give instructions regarding the baby. The, heavenly guided, the heavenlies guided the earthlies. The place, time, and circumstances of Jesus' birth were miracles. Jesus, Christ's birth was in the exact town prophesied approximately 700 years before. The miracle of the shepherds. An angel suddenly appeared before shepherds or common laborers in fields nearby in Bethlehem to announce the birth of a king. When suddenly with the angel there also appeared a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. And of course they uh, bore the wonderful message about peace and goodwill towards men. It says, After witnessing the marvelous sight, the shepherds went to Bethlehem in search of the Savior. All who heard their story marveled. And it talks about how they spread the word abroad. Then we have the miracle of the travels of the wise men. The magis were Gentiles, high-ranking foreign men with wealth, power, and wisdom. Knew the 600 to 700 year old Hebrew scriptures and prophecies about the coming king. They saw his star and were led on a path for perhaps two years to seek him out and worship him. There were not only three, but a group of magis. In fact, so many that the evil Herod became fearful. When political and religious... I'm sorry, I skipped a line. <laughs> the star in the sky miraculously led them all the way from Persia or South Arabia, wherever they came from, to the baby in Bethlehem. When political and religious leaders 
did not recognize him, others did. The Magi recognized the babe as Christ and gave treasures to the king. Magi's were warned by God in a dream not to return to the wicked king Herod. Then we have some miracles after Jesus' birth. An angel appeared to Joseph, warning him to go to Egypt to escape the evil king Herod's sword. Uh, then an angel appeared unto Joseph. Oh, then then an angel appeared to Joseph with directions to leave Egypt and go to Israel. Then Joseph again was warned by God in a dream not to settle in Judea. So they settled in Nazareth, fulfilling other prophecies, because he was to be called a Nazarene. What a convergence of miraculous events around the time of Jesus' birth. It says there were also other miracles, like Simeon and Anna, who God uh, spoke to, and many other people, including political and religious leaders of the time, had trouble seeing God's actions in human history, yet his miracles were plainly evident to those who had believing hearts. And uh, we have uh, one of the other miracles I thought was interesting, and I was sharing it with Micah while we were eating supper and didn't get a chance, like I said, to try to finish up all these studies of all the miracles. But one of them is in Isaiah, I believe it's 66, verse 7. It even mentions that Mary did not have labor pains or she did not travail. We could turn to there, but basically it says that she uh, bore Jesus Christ and didn't have labor pains. And I had never thought about that, but just different little miracles that are embedded in the Christmas story that are really amazing. And uh, the writer says, God's nature does not change. He is a God of miracles. He continues to speak through dreams and visions today. He continues to fulfill prophecies. He continues to call men and women from all walks of life to seek Him and worship Him. He continues to use political, social, economic, and environmental events to accomplish His purpose, even when we cannot see and he continues to encourage people everywhere to say, like Mary, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. I like that passage. And then, of course, for with God nothing shall be impossible. I thought that was interesting. Just a summary. Sometimes we uh, think of different elements, but all of those miracles together, um, and then so many more. Maybe, maybe you're uh, aware of some that I didn't put in here. Maybe you'd like to share There were a lot of prophecies fulfilled. I didn't give the scripture references, and we didn't really look at the story much of Simeon, but I believe it's, excuse me, there in, in chapter 2, I think it's 25, says there was a man, Simeon, a man that was just, he was devout, he was waiting on the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. In other words, the Spirit led him. That was, that was a miracle. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, he took, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people, Israel. And it says, Joseph and Mary marveled. goes on to talk about Anna, I believe, and how she was a 
a woman who was close to God. And here God had revealed and made known that that was the Christ child to them. Out of a group of people, uh, those who are close to God and those who can be led of the Lord, He'll speak to and He'll guide. Uh, but nothing, nothing shy of a miracle that only God could do. That was beautiful. Maybe you have some comments or thoughts. Precious metals. Yeah, that's interesting. My, uh, it was my grandpa and my grandmother, they really used colloidal silver a lot. Yeah. And uh, said that they could take it if they had a sore throat and their sore throat would go away. <laughs> it never did seem to do too much for me. I think maybe everybody's different, but it did definitely did work for them and definitely does have some value. Interesting, the gifts. You know, they weren't just, just going to visit somebody. They knew they were going to see a king. Isn't that something? And studied the scriptures and followed the star all that way. And the, the Bible is not really specific as to where exactly they came from, but just the thought that they would travel that many miles. Uh, they knew it was someone special, and they knew a king was prophesied to come. They wanted to see. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I don't remember who said it originally, but the saying floats around and says, Wise men still seek him. Amen. We still seek the King of Kings. Any other thoughts before we close? Yeah. For that for that long. That's interesting, isn't it? I think it the uh, the mention there of two years is would be in reference to I believe Herod when he found out that the wise men were not going to return to him and report back to him, because uh, God had warned them in a dream that he killed all the young male children from two years old and under. And so that was very interesting. Also another prophecy about, um, was it?
I think so. Yeah. Before I give the message, and uh, so uh, something to keep in mind, I think I learned from another pastor. He said, "The Holy Spirit is always a gentleman; he will not force his way on you. Mm-hmm. So it takes a willing vessel." And Mary responded as a willing vessel. Amen. If she happened it, she would have been forced. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's good. Even like the pattern prayer, Jesus teaching his disciples said, "Thy will, thy kingdom come; thy will be done." On earth as it is in heaven. And that was Mary's heart's cry. Magnify the Lord. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Amen. Yeah. Isn't that something? That is another. Yeah. Yeah, even if you don't have far to go. good notice there she did she asked you know how can these how can this thing be seeing I know not a man or how how can this be uh, how am I going to be pregnant I'm a virgin I'm pure I'm holy no not a man and so there's questions there but questions can be submitted to God from a submitted spirit and uh, I don't remember who it was but a long time ago and I was going through a particular situation in my life and I'm not one to really turn on the radio, but I happened to turn on the radio in the car driving down the road, and I remember the preacher saying, it's not wrong to ask God questions as long as uh, you don't do it with an attitude that you feel He deserves an answer to you. You know, you can do it in a very submitted way, and, and just as Job uh, was perfect, he was holy, some people say, well, Job, he got a little bit wound up, you know, he got a little bit this way, but... The scripture starts off the story by saying he was a perfect and a holy man. He was upright before the Lord. And then it gets down to the end and it says, In all this, Job sinned not. Job didn't sin by asking God uh, you know, to try to understand. And so there's a difference between uh, desiring to doubt or desiring to understand. And there's God, uh, God is not grieved by a person who wants to understand His will. You know, as long as you stay submitted to His will 100% of the time. So I thought that was good. Say, God, you can ask God questions as long as you don't get to the point where you feel like He deserves to answer to you. He really doesn't have to answer to anybody if He doesn't want to, but He chooses to to help us little people, us with our little feeble minds to try to understand things. That's good. That's a good way to put it. I like that. It's okay to wonder as long as you don't doubt. Good. Not even Job could have been considered perfect, but without Jesus, that could have been 
That's good. He can only make our heart perfect. Our bodies will still be forgetful and bodies will make mistakes, but we don't have to sin, thank the Lord. We can live righteously and obey God. And I tell you what, a tender heart <laughs> like Mary's heart that just wants to do and obey God's will and wants to do right. How do you think how do you think God responds to that? Very favorably. He told Mary that she is well favored well-favored, the one that God had chosen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Any final thoughts before we close? Alright, let's stand. Let's close in prayer. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings to us. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with yourself. Thank you for the plan of salvation. Thank you for all the prophecies, for telling your birth on earth and Thank you for fulfilling all those scriptures. Thank you that we can trust in you and that we can surrender ourselves to you just like Mary did. We thank you for her example and many others who submitted to your will. Had they not, Lord, we would have had to try to find someone else to carry out your plans. But we thank you, Lord, that when you plan to do something and when souls are surrendered to you, you can work. And your prophecies can be fulfilled. And we ask that you would help us to be found faithful in our day, whatever that means for us. Regardless of what we may have to face or go through in our day or our time, help us to be really in tune with your spirit. Help our ears to be in tune with your voice. Help our hearts to be in tune and obedient to follow you wherever you would direct us, wherever you would lead us. That there be a great big yes as a response in our heart to whatever you would call us to do. We bless your name. We ask that you would be with those who weren't able to make it tonight. Give them physical touches and may your presence be with them to comfort and guide them this week. We ask that you would bless those who are here. Continue to press these truths upon our heart. And as Mary, help us to ponder all these things in our heart that we might glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You're dismissed.